Welcome to the Making a Runner podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a running specialist, biokineticist, and coach. And I'm your co-host, Davey, a.k.a. Davey on the Run, a running enthusiast, influencer, and marathoner, and I love everything about running. As passionate runners, we look to use our knowledge and draw on past experiences to provide you with cutting-edge science and insightful information. We are going to be unpacking the fascinating topic of running with all stars, subject matter experts, and everyday enthusiasts to not only help you improve your running, but also ensure that you experience maximum joy with every step that lies ahead in your journey, wherever that may take you. This is how runners are made. It's how runners are made, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He advised me, absolutely don't do it. I mean, this is just going to damage you. And I said, no, but surely it's 21 Ks. It's okay. He said, no, but I don't think he should. And I said, well, I'm going to do it. And I'll probably do a full marathon after that. And my end goal is the comrades. My bones, as I said earlier, are most of them are fused. And the impact that my foot hits the ground with, I can't control that impact because I have no movement. And so it slaps that ground hard. Because after a run, if I don't run in those special shoes or the special splint, I can barely walk. I'm on that journey. I'm, I'm getting there. It's, it's going to happen if I carry on and put my mind to it. But there's this app called Headspace and yes. yeah, and I do that flat out. I do a pain management course because you've got to, this, the mind is so complicated mm. and your mind has to be on board. It's not only your physical uh, abilities. Before getting on to today's conversation, we wouldn't be able to bring you our Making a Runner podcast without the support of our valued sponsors. This episode is proudly brought to you by On The Move. The four bros have been a big supporter of the work I do within the community and they always aim to bring you the finest quality sports, health and lifestyle products to help you achieve and maintain all your desired health and fitness objectives. One of these products I am personally a big fan of is On Running. This sports apparel brand offers Swiss excellence both in quality and performance and has enjoyed key international design and technology awards. Even though when it comes to running shoes, my advice to my clients is always to go on what makes them feel most comfortable, I can guarantee that whether you get yourself into a pair of on shoes for daily life, work, or casual purposes, you will not regret it. The shoe is extremely comfortable, stylish, and is my go-to for these long hours spent on my feet, especially at work. Make sure to check them out at onthemovestore.com or simply pop into one of their stores in Durban, Joburg, or Cape Town, This is a top tip from me to you. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Davey on the run. Hello, Nicola. Welcome to episode three of our very special Making a Runner podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) How was your week, bro? Yeah, no, it was was a good week. I Uh, haven't seen you in three days. It's been the longest we've been separated for for quite some time. Yeah, unfortunately, we've got uh, different race ambitions. I am doing the Durban Marathon 21K on Sunday, it is 21k PB 2.0, going for that 117, 116, 115. Oh. Realistically, one one seventeen. How are you feeling about that uh, that goal? Ah, it's difficult. Hey, is it is it perhaps a little bit of a, of a scary situation? <laughs> <laughs> Please do the, the the round of applause. Uh, no. No, we need we need some we need a catchphrase for that one. Oh, you got to say something good. You got to tell me a joke. Oh, I don't know. I don't have any jokes. You oh. caught me off guard there. No, no you got to prep these. Why things. was six afraid of seven? <laughs> tell me, though. Because seven, eight, nine. Lucky we're getting some laughter. We're getting some laughter coming through. Yeah, it's not coming from me. I can tell you that much. So, Davey, tell me about your 
your half marathon attempt. Why why are we doing this again? We're doing this because best of the best was a bit of a failure in my books. It was a PB, but not the time that I wanted. So obviously, Comrades is the big goal this year, um, silver medal. But Comrades is still, what, five months away? Yeah, five months. So Just under five months. So in order to get this, you know, need for PBs, <laughs> flush it out the system. I'm trying to run as many PBs as I can uh, before Comrades. So that will include a 5, 10 and 21K. My is that top- it? Is that, is that all you want? Yeah, that's it. I think that's uh, fair enough. Yeah. My goal for 21 was 115. But as we as we quickly learned, it's not as easy as we thought it would be. So realistically, 117 is what I'm going for on Sunday. I think it's going to be very wet. It's going to be yeah. a lot of rain. It's looking like, um, but you never know with Durban. I mean, today was supposed to rain a lot. Didn't rain too much. It was on and off. And a little drizzle will be okay. It's going to be cool. Hopefully no wind. Looks like no wind. I can do rain. I can't do wind. Yeah, especially if, on that promenade. Don't, yeah. want to, don't want no wind. If there's wind, then... I think I might actually just quit this time. Maybe I'll actually give no up. Quitting. No, no quitting. No quitting. Never quit. And you're also running it. Tell us about that. Yeah. Our, our executive producer is going <laughs> your, for... Your wifey. <laughs> and my wife is going for a sub two hour. I will be running a bus. It looks like it's going to be a big bus. A I've sub two hour bus with sub, dolphins. Sub two hour dolphin bus. I've got lots of music. I've got snacks. Oh, I've got yes. a pack. Tell everyone what the dolphin coast riders motto or... <laughs> You did it so well. Uh, Sounds even better on Mark. Well, that is actually the Dolphin Coast motto ever since I joined. So yeah, but it hasn't caught on. I must, I must add. There's a few guys that I think they're mostly laughing at you. No, they're laughing with me. With you? No, 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 no. There's a difference. Tell me about our guest, Davey. Our guest, Sean Clark. What a special guy. A very special guy. He's he's actually from Joburg. Bryanston, my uh, my fiance Kath is in a studio with us today. She's from Bryanston, so her hometown. He is down to run the Durban City Marathon, the full one. No, he's doing the half. The half. The half. Mm, okay. So Sean, I know Sean from from Varsity days. He actually lived down the hall from me, and so I'm sure you got some incriminating stories from Varsity he w- days. He was a bit out there, hey, not out there in a bad way, out there in the sense that I've never actually seen someone with so much energy. He was, I think, he, yeah, he is older than me. Uh, so obviously, that age gap at university, if someone is older than you, you're quite intimidated by them. But he was like, he was literally like a bull in a china shop. He had so much energy. And I remember particularly this one time where he stayed down the hall from me. And people came to our door, knocking on a door, and said, do you have a knife or a pair of scissors or something? Our friend's got his head stuck in a helmet. So... We went through and we looked and we sussed out the situation and I saw Sean had his head stuck in a helmet, a helmet that was way too small (laughs) for his head. And my first question was, why did you try and get the helmet on your head? And he said, someone... Was it a full helmet? Was it like a a get. I'll get the full story from him when he's here uh, because I'm going to ask him about it. I think he's in studio. He's in studio. He's in studio. But anyways, when I asked him and I said, why did you get it stuck in the first place? He said, someone dared me. And... That was the testament to his character, which we're going to hear about today, is that if you challenge him, he'll do it. He'll stop at nothing to achieve it. And yeah. I think that's going to be a great story to listen to. So Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it. Should, we, should we let him in? Let's, let's bring him in. <laughs> and you got us feeling all right. Dun, 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 dun. 
you got us feeling all right. That's what we'll get there, guys. That's, Love it. That's a. That's a. Oh damn! <laughs> I needed. I needed the claps. I needed the claps. The Why are they laughing at us, bro? It was a bad rendition, I must I say. All right, I think we can hear you fine. Yeah. I think we got a good mic test. Let's. Uh, should we? Should we get this thing on the road? Yeah. yeah is mean, it recording? Yeah, it's recording. It's recording. It, it recorded Sorry. our beautiful rendition. Good. Excited. Sure. No. Hello. Welcome. How's it, Davey? How are you doing? Me. Yeah. Good. Good. How are you doing? Yeah. Great, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Sure. All the way from Joe Breezy. Cool. Bryanston. Homeland. Um, very excited to be back in Durban. Very excited for the run on Sunday. Awesome. Yeah. So you are here for a run. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it's my first, um, half marathon and I'd say about two to three years. Very excited for it. The first time I've actually put training into a race like this. So I think uh, Coach and I are very excited for, for Sunday, see what we're able to do, see what we can achieve. Dave, Dave is getting very jealous right now. Who's your coach, bro? He's got only had one coach. It's my coach. It's an exclusive Davey on the Run partnership that we've got going here, bro. Get back in line. So, I mean, Sean Sean has got quite an incredible story. I'd like to just give our listeners a little bit of a background on that just very quickly. I mean, yeah. we can dive deeper into it yeah. as we go on, but I think right now we've just talked crap the whole time. Yeah. It's, and been, it's been a bit of crap. So <laughs> Sean, which is AKA Gammy on the go. That's right. Tell us a bit about your story. Why are you Gammy? Yeah. Let me, let me give you a little bit of history on the old Gammy foot. So just to sort of compact it down. I mean, we could sit here for hours and hours, days yeah. and days. Just sort of giving you the background of what actually happened. But I'm a very, I have always been a very active and outgoing guy. Very crazy. People who know me know that Sean Clark, you can hear him before you see him. And <laughs> the oak just gets up to bad business. You know, it's just always naughty and you're always getting into cuck. And um, when I was seven, I just had a serious attention deficit problem. I was a hell of a hyper. ADD. ADD. Okay. Yeah, very serious. I mean, it's still still going today. <laughs> and on the 1st of June in 2002, I was playing PlayStation with my, my brothers and my brother's friend and my friend. And my mom came down the stairs and said, listen, you guys need to go outside, man. Get some fresh air, play some armies or whatever the case is. And that's exactly what we did. And it was a hell of an intense game of army army. <laughs> and um, my brother started shooting me. And I, so, I thought, no, you know what, stuff this. I'm going to go um, climb onto the roof and uh, see if I can sort of spot him out and, and try to shoot him from... How old were you at this stage? Seven. Seven. Yeah. So I had a hell of an imagination on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, so you were the sniper on the roof. I was the sniper on the Good roof. Good choice. Yeah, exactly. And um, I wanted to make it quite dramatic. And so I decided to jump off this little roof. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. And dramatic mm. is exactly what happened. Going for the tuck and roll. Yeah. yeah. So I jumped off, kicked my leg through this gigantic pane of glass. And it was very, very thin glass. And I mm. severed the back of my knee. And immediately I knew, shit, there's, there's something. <laughs> are we allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah. We'll, just, sure. shit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in. It's going to be... <laughs> Um, so yeah, just sliced the back of my knee and, and immediately realized that this was very, very serious. Saw a stream of blood running Hold down on. my leg. You're seven years old. So did you actually realize it was very serious? No, I realized very quickly okay. that there, this was a lot of blood that was gushing out okay. of my leg. And I thought, Oh, hold on. There's, there's something up here. So I got up. And immediately my parents came rushing out and sort of 
put me in a sort of tourniquet position. My dad grabbed my little foot and sort of held it tight and rushed me off to the hospital. And that's where it all really began. So in the hospital for a couple of weeks, had a couple of surgeries. But while I was actually in theater, um, my best friend's dad at the time, and still is my best friend, operated on me. He was the trauma surgeon on, on call that night. And he actually walked out to my parents and said, listen, there's no way I can save this leg. Jeez. There's no pulse. There's, there's nothing in there. Um, and they kept on trying. After a couple of tries, finally, there, there was a very, very slight and weak pulse. And they thought, you know what? Let's keep it. Let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. And that's exactly what, what they did. And for a while, there was, there's no function. I mean, there still is absolutely no function. I can mm. move my toes very, very slightly. I can only push them down. Yeah. I watched that video today. I yeah. mean, that's actually, to be honest, the first time that I've seen it where you, where you, Moving your foot and, and yeah. your other foot just has no response. No response. So I always look at my, my bad foot as a sort of a child and my big foot as the big brother. And, and I always like <laughs> sit there and the big brother always like, come on, let's go pick it up, pick it up. It just <laughs> never does pick up. And so the oak is just left in the dust all the time. Okay. But yeah, over the years, um, doctors said, you know, the best sport for you to jump into is swimming. And that's exactly what I did. I was very fortunate. Um, I was classified as disabled, obviously, and mm. I joined the South African swimming team okay. and traveled to Holland and India. And in 2012, I was actually very close to making the 2012 Paralympics. Okay. And at that stage, I was at Michaelaus, a boarding school in the Midlands. And it was just too cold to train there. I was, I was a, a, a high school boy and it just became very challenging for me. And so I decided to, to kick over to Westville in my grade 11 year in preparation for the 2012 Paralympics. That's commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And, um, about in January 2012, a couple of months before the Olympics, um, I had to go in for a major surgery that sort of took me out for six months. And so that dream sort of faded away and there was no way I could get back into it um, after that. And I thought, you know what, let me just go to varsity and enjoy myself and, and see what I can do in terms of a different sport. And so I got into rugby. I played a bit of rugby for ACA. And um, throughout this time, running has always been a passion. Just to take it back a little bit, in 2006, this was after my accidents, we'd always watch the Comrades Marathon. They would run up or down Cowies Hill, and that's exactly where I lived. And so when they did the down run from Peter Marisburg to Durban, it was a massive day. We had the scuttle going, and it was just a very exciting time. And that's when that sort of hit yeah. me and I was like come on let's just so, do this yeah that's been embedded in, into you since quite a young age yeah, since, okay. this is a hell of a young age but at that stage the splints I was wearing were very basic they were they were plastic it was bulky there was no way you can run in them and if you did you created serious calluses it was just almost virtually impossible for me to actually get up and go for a run but mm. I, I did anyways and I played a little bit of rugby in it but I damaged myself severely I created like really really bad sores I can imagine and I actually had an op last year throughout the whole of last year we, con we were considering amputating my leg because of the pain that is constant it's constant bone pain I've had fusions deluxe and nerve pain and the doctors can't do anything about the nerve pain unfortunately and even the bone pain they can't do anything if you feel my foot it's a sack of bones. There's nothing in between. There's no muscles. It's, there's no soft tissue. It's just bone. Mm. And um, we thought then and there, you know what, the best option right now is to amputate my leg because there's a lot of oaks around there that have fully functional lives and they are absolutely unstoppable. It's amazing. 
And to be honest, I was jealous of them. I thought, geez, you know, that it would be fantastic to get up, put your prosthetic on and go for a lacquer trail run or something like that without any pain. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, after a lot of doctors, my orthopedic surgeon in September last year said, you know what, there's, there's too much risk. The scar is in a very difficult position to create a stump for your leg to fit into a prosthetic and we can't guarantee that the nerve pain will subside because there's obviously what's called phantom pain and so I was devastated I thought you know I'm going to have to live with this thing and it's just tiring and it's it's just not a it's not a lack of vibe and uh, had the op um, that they said you know would hopefully help in a way make it a little bit more comfier for me and after the operation, about a week into it, I was sitting there lying in bed and I thought, you know, it's stuff that I'm going to do the comrades next year. And so I started emailing. <laughs> Just like that. Just yeah. like that. I started emailing a couple of splint companies in overseas in Sweden. And they grabbed hold of my story and they said, listen, we'll sponsor you a couple of splints. And these are carbon fiber, high-end splints that have yeah. sort of made my running possible. I've seen this. What's now. the uh, company's name? Allard. Allard International. Yeah, fantastic brand, fantastic company. And they've really come on board and helped me with this. And I mm. thought, the stars are aligning here. I've got a fantastic company on, on my side. And that's yeah. when I sort of was starting to follow you and started to chat to you. And Davey on the run. Davey on Throw the run. There, bro. <laughs> come on. Don't be afraid. It's PR, Davey. Don't be afraid. At Davey, D-A-V-E-Y. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I sort of messaged you. And then I sort of heard about you, Nick. And um, that's when I contacted you and... And yeah, here we are today and it's been it's been a hell of an uncomfortable journey, but mm. been the most fantastic journey I've yeah. been on. It's been a hell of a good time and I'm Yeah. So those splints, have they, you know, transformed the, the way you run or is it is it a lot easier? It's so much easier. Mm. So before this, before the splints, I was wearing what's called a, a toe up that would connect to your laces and sort of lift up your foot a little bit. But I could never run, and I calculated it by looking at my Strava, more than 14 to 16 runs. After 14 to 16, that's it. I was too, in too much pain, and I gave up completely. And right now, I was having a look at it. I've made some serious progress. I've, I've done a hell of a lot more runs than yeah. that, and I'm not in pain. The pain hasn't gone away, but it's it's bearable. And that's also why I'm wearing the moon boot now. Yeah, I want to paint you guys a picture. <laughs> Sean, Sean's, you're a big guy. How tall are you? About 188. Which is six, six foot. Two, I think. Six two. How much do you weigh? About ninety one. And you're family. wearing, and you and you're coming in here. You're running a, a race on Sunday, and you're wearing a moon boot. That's exactly it. Perfect recovery strategy. Exactly. Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, he's going to order I get two of moons. those. You get two of them. They work, right? <laughs> but yeah, okay. I just um, I had this after the op, and after a couple of runs, remember I sent you um, Nick a picture of my foot yeah, after that wedding, and it was swollen and it was sore. And I thought, let's put my moon boot on. And I put it on, and it was an absolute revelation. And I pump it up so you walk in here. <laughs> and I go for a run. I'm in pain after the run. Put the moon boot on, and the I'll pain eventually subsides. <laughs> Maybe we'll take a full body suit. Like <laughs> take a full body moon suit. They work. I'm telling you. That's so, amazing. But I mean, with your running journey, it's always been an interesting one because of all of the – everybody – that you know, like you say, your family, your doctors have obviously advised against mm. running. Yeah. Especially yet, the comrades. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to the comrades, right? I mean, the comrades is a massive goal, but even just running a half marathon, which mm. I believe you've done a few, yeah. two oceans. Yeah. And obviously, and, and you've also run a marathon. Yeah. Tell us about the prep for those and how those days went. Cause I mean, if you're running 14 kilometers, uh, well, 14 runs and then you can't run anymore. And I mean, you were telling me you could run maybe 
10 Ks in a Literally. week and that yeah. would be the training. I mean, mm. Davey, how would you feel about 10 Ks a week? <laughs> Lovely. 10 Ks a week. Yes, I get swear messages left, right, and center. I'll tell you that much. I'm on a taper week at the moment and I'm already, I've already told Kath I'm having a withdrawal symptoms from all the endorphins because I've done 29 kilometers this week and it's not going well. That's not what I saw on your story though. You were quite happy about those two Yeah, I saw days, that eh? too. Yeah. 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 I woke up this morning and I couldn't see straight. <laughs> I think I'm sick, but anyways, <laughs> 10Ks, nah, not for me. You're always sick leading up to I know. This is a cool back excuse, I can tell you. <laughs> it's called taper flu, and it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Sean, tell us about these uh, these half marathons. Yeah, two so oceans, I mean, it's a beautiful half marathon. It, yeah, it was honestly fantastic, and I did that in 2016, and I made an appointment with my orthopedic surgeon a couple of months before that, and I said, listen, this is what I want to do. So, I'm sorry, it's like it's like how I book an appointment with like someone for a sports massage. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I just booked an appointment with my orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, no, I've got to get all the You got him on WhatsApp, eh? Yeah, no, 100%. And um, he advised me, absolutely don't do it. I mean, this is just going to damage you. And I, I said, no, but surely it's 21Ks. It's okay. And he said, no, but I don't think you should. And I said, well, I'm going to do it. And I'll probably do a full marathon after that. And my end goal is the comrades. And he looked did, at did me. Did you drop the mic? I, I you just like, dropped it. Did you do yeah. a sassy... <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> no, I was very stoked. And I looked at him and he went, he almost went pale. He was like, no, come on, you can't do that. And I actually I reminded him last year, literally on the operating table, I said, listen, Dr. Stead, I'm doing the comrades next year. And he looked at me, he said, I've no doubt that you will do it, but I can guarantee you now that a couple of weeks after that event, you will be lying on the exact same slab and we'll be undergoing another op. And what? that for me, that motivates me. I can't like it. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> Cool. What, what medical aid are you with? If I'm a like, big one. Hell a big one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uninsurable. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think uh, medical aid like me too much. But as you said, Nick, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't run often, and it was very frustrating. I could not get fit, and uh, at times I could only run three k's, four k's, and to me that was wow, jeepers! You just did four k's straight up off the bat after work. Like wow, amazing. What but, was the time on those twenty ones? So I think that 21 in 2016 was two hours and 45 minutes. What's the cutoff? Close. Close yeah, to two yeah. hours 45. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, I mean, it's a serious it question. It I'm, <laughs> I think with two oceans having the, the 56, the cutoff is probably a little bit longer. I think it's about three hours is it? on the 21 for two oceans. I stand corrected. Yeah, I was with but the back with the buggers that were all struggling. <laughs> we were all on there. On the <laughs> all the buggers. All the buggers. You have there. a disability though, bro. No, I know. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a good enough excuse, but, um, it was a hell of a lot of fun. And, and to be honest, I was very proud of myself for finishing that. That was my first 21k and I thought, wow, you know, I actually did it. And at that stage, my brothers hadn't done a 21k. So I felt like I'd achieved something that they hadn't achieved. And given my circumstances, it was just, uh, it was a very proud moment for myself. And it didn't stop there. I entered a couple more. But I think the, the the very interesting and entertaining story is the the Cape Town Marathon that I did in 2019 because that, I mean, you've got to train for a marathon and I could not train. I mean, physically, <laughs> I couldn't do it. What was the longest run that you did before that? that it must have been nine Ks <laughs> training. Max. Wow. Max. Okay. And even that was… And that was a nine K week. <laughs> that was it I was finished for the week. <laughs> but after that, it was a hell of a thing. I was in digs at the time. 
And it was usually in the morning when I'd run these runs and I'd have to literally soak my foot into an ice bath before work. It was just a hell of a process and it was a hell of an uncomfortable. Normal day. <laughs> normal day. And working the clutch, getting to work, is, it was sore, you know. The, the foot was really taking a bruise. Oh, well, hold on. So it's your left foot. Yeah. So you clutch with Gammy. I clutch with Gammy. But yeah. I, he doesn't move, remember. So it's all in my quad. I push down as if... You know, I'm pushing the whole leg down to okay. clap that clutch. Okay. And that's where the story, the story becomes interesting because I was so severely undertrained for this full marathon. But I said, you know, it's stuff that I'm doing it. And I had a little satchel here and I had my tramer set, <laughs> which is a hell of a potent painkiller. A schedule? A schedule drug, yeah. Schedule. I don't know, but it's, you need a prescription. All I know oh, is Oh, that, yeah. So the good stuff. A uh, hell of a good stuff. Okay. And, um, yeah, we did that. And at the 32nd K, my RTB gave in and said, cheers. And it I was, mean, from, from a buyer perspective, I must say that what I'm hearing, I just, I just want to put this mark really soft. And I think me and you should be having a conversation. No, here, I'm sorry, guys. We do not advise this. So anyway, well, listen. Oh, what are you talking about? I mean, there's a lot of passion involved here, yeah. but there's a lot of pain. There's and, a hell of a lot of pain. And tell us that time. Tell us that. Yeah. Six hours yeah, came six, in. Just under six just hours. Just under 558. That's yeah. like what? Eight hours, okay. eight minutes a K? Yeah, it was, it was a slow run. I could basically have finished that walking. So, I mean, that is that is a lot of time on your feet, on your yeah. foot, so, one foot. So let's just say you're you're trying to do the comrades, yeah, right, and you need to qualify for the comrades, yeah. And the qualifying time for the comrades is four hours fifty. Okay, and your PV for a marathon is for five hours fifty eight. So you got to cut off. Fifth, no, what's hour and an hour and eight, ten, hour. ten well, yeah, hour and ten, hour and eight yeah, or so, whatever yeah, it is. Hour ten minutes. That's incredible. That's that's faster than my Cape Town. Uh, <laughs> uh, Davey, that's why he's uh, he has the right okay. to call me coach. He's, he's earning it. He's so, earning okay. it. Yeah, hold on. Bigger goals. On, on that on that topic, I um, <laughs> I found a message today. Twenty seventh of September was when you first messaged me. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure you remember my mangled up leg. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, Dave, how's it, my boy? Listen, I'm sure you remember my mangled up leg. <laughs> well, I've been trying to run, did a marathon in 2019, and my absolute dream in this life is to do the comrades. I believe if I'm managed correctly, managed. Managed. So he's not your coach, he's your manager. <laughs> managed correctly, it may be possible. Could you send me the number of your coach, etc.? Because I'll need a bio on board too. Now, let me just ask you. How long did Nick take to actually get back to you? Because I remember you sending me several messages after that saying, Hey bro, Nick still hasn't responded. I remember that. So, no, Nicola, do you want to explain yourself? Was this no, so, so, just not on the top of your to-do list? Or was I too important? He was testing the waters to oh, see okay. if I was actually committed. So, we'd already, we'd already seen Sean coming up through the ranks you know in December 2020 to really touch base with us on, on our running on page you know so, so then you really uh, had his number so why come through me you didn't have a private did, number he wanted to contact oh, okay. contact me and he sent me he sent me a message asking me if he could pop me a voice note with his situation which oh, I'd, already, yes. I'd already known about his situation he's a minute long he'd already explained the situation to me so I, I'm fully aware of the situation that's coming my way and there's like six minutes or uh, six minutes twenty I actually listened to it this morning and Nick's a busy guy and <laughs> I just see that voice note and it gives me anxiety <laughs> you don't want to open it come on this is insane like, I can't assure you that I'm going to have six minutes straight to listen to it and I don't want to listen to half of it because then I'm going to have to re-listen to that other yeah. half and then it's going to be a shit show yeah. so yeah it did t- take probably about 15 days for me to get back to Sean and then 
He took about it got, I got 15 yeah. messages He took about two weeks To get back to me <laughs> yeah, I was also You too hey? I had then, a bit of a cold yeah. feet I was, I was just, just the middle man In this whole process Yeah, yeah. Davey on the run Was getting bombarded I have with to keep my I have to keep my Social image up So I'm like Trying to like Intermediate chat Like I'm like Swift responses Like hey Sean I'll get back to him I'm like Nick Bro, you gotta Come respond. On, Next like, time, I'm wait. trying. I'm getting around to it, David. Come okay, on, bro. okay. So, so we've we, we've clarified that now. How's it going, guys? Coach, athlete. I'm gonna take good. a back seat here. Tell oh, us, man. He is doing yeah. so. Oh yes, well. I remember. Nick said the rudest thing the other day. He said, "Sean is the most dedicated athlete Ooh. that I have." <laughs> And I was hurt. Yeah, I'm sure. You, you, were like, you should see this man's training peaks. I think training if you had to see this man's training peaks, you'd be you you, you wouldn't you would definitely agree mm, with me. No one hurt. Maybe yeah. we should go for a little race soon, Davey. Okay. This weekend. Twenty months. What you aim for like an hour? No. We're not talking about no, that. Davey, that's manifest. Live. I'm, I'm not feeling well. Come on. 105. 105? Oh, no, I'm just joking. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you believe me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did, actually. I did. No, 116. Oh, mm. 16, huh? We're going in between 115 and 117. Come Re- on, realistically, 117.40. All right. That's an absolutely insane. It's a monstrous time. Mm. I'm out of the race, by the way. I don't think I'm going to race you. Uh, no, well, well, <laughs> Let we me can, try, though. I mean, you, Nick can like, give me a dead leg and then we can maybe... <laughs> Uh, we've got a training session tomorrow morning, didn't you know? Maximal mm. deadlifts. Max. <laughs> Max. One RM. <laughs> so, I mean, Sean is doing a fantastic job. And I think his, his uh, ADHD is playing off... ADD. ADD. Attention deficit d- disorder. But then you also get attention deficit hyperactive disorder. So which one are you? I think I'm all both. Both, yeah. A little bit of dyslexic thrown in there. Hey, <laughs> just he's already got me. enough disability. <laughs> okay. Well, this is all about running with disability. So the more we can throw on him, actually, the better. <laughs> but um, I think it's paying off because his training peaks is just green, green, green. I love it. Yeah. That's because you it's load cycles on there. I do, go? but do you want to know uh, an interesting bit of information, no. Davy? What? How much cycling? Have you done on the what bike? Nicholas. Since we started Nicholas. training. I've got stats. I've got stats. Nicholas, I swear to God, don't start because, <laughs> because I would go and cycle. I would rather cycle than do your stupid hip hikes and. Don't I'm go not, off topic could, here, David. Tell me how much. Tell since me. when? Since we started training. What bike? Um, maybe eight times. Eight times? No, you're not giving yourself enough credit here. Okay, maybe 16 times. You've done 17 hours of what bike? He knows. 17 hours. <laughs> he knows the metrics. Which makes up 6% of your overall training. Am I a cyclist? No, you're not exactly. a cyclist. But I want you to con- you very much. conceptualize this. In three months... That's because he's got a fucking foot that he can't use. No wonder he's cycling, bro. You can't compare apples with pears. In three months, this guy has done 32 hours of what bike riding... <laughs> 32 hours. I'm proud. Tell me about your ass. What does it feel like <laughs> when you do a couple of what fuck sessions? You gotta give this guy credit, man. I'm giving it to him, but I'm just saying compare apples with pears. I well, mean, apples with apples. One thing's for sure, you've gotta invest in a hell of a complicated cycling kit that will really help support. you out. Yeah, support <laughs> you on that bike. <laughs> because it's not comfortable. Yeah. 73% of his training this in the last really? three months. Yeah. The amount of oh, yeah, hours he wrote, actually he wrote it spent. down here. Yeah. I actually have this down. 917 kilometers on a bike 
you want to know, yeah. know what your running percentage is? Tell me. Well, 27. Well, oh, is that it? Quick yeah. math, eh? 73. <laughs> <laughs> 337 kilometers. Running. In, in three months. Running. Running. What? No way. Promise. You know, that is a hell of an improvement. Eh? I'm not That's even joking. That's 110Ks a month. Bro. Quick math. He's doing about 30Ks a week. Sheepers. You've yeah. tripled your mileage. Sheepers. Can you yeah. believe that? Sean, we are so proud of you, man. Yes. Everyone. <laughs> That's what you get, bro. That's what you get. Applause from me and Davey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting competitive here, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just joking. But I mean, those are some astounding stats considering you've done that coming from a base of absolutely nothing. I mean, when we first started this journey now, it's October where we actually Mm. Had that mismatch connection. Yeah, yeah. We decided we we're going to do it. You had that operation towards the end of the year. Yeah. And then basically what we said, because you couldn't run for like a month after that operation, mm. we said, okay, you're just going to get onto that bike. So you went into that December, really just spending time on the bike. And then we actually met for the first time in January, on yeah. the 4th of January. That's right. You came through. We did that gate analysis. We did a nice uh, little video. We looked at where we could improve. We yeah. showed you some strength stuff. And then from that point on, this is what the stats are looking like. And I'm just like, I've seen you improve from week to week, like to the point where you're now running 19 kilometer long runs on the weekend. I know. I didn't that think is it amazing. was ever possible, to be mm. honest. And, and genuinely speaking, I really didn't think that I was actually capable of doing that. I thought... I would just jump into a race and, and go for it, but do no training on the side. But I've realized very quickly that training is just so damn important. And, and for the first time, I can run up a hill and don't stop at the end of the hill, carry mm, on. That's you know, amazing. That's just a great feeling. It is. It's a f- fantastic feeling of feeling fit and also getting your leg on board. Mm. Finally, he's like, Lekka, I can join you in this one. Let's do it. And he's not that, he's not that tired. He's not that sore. Yeah, and um, the consistency has just been yeah. so good to watch. And like your communication, and that's something that I wanted to talk about. I mean, with you, Davey, I, something that I see you on a day-to-day basis. So we're always running together. We're seeing oh, each yeah, other. Yes. But mm. like to actually manage an athlete that's overseas or in a, different, in a different city, like you need to have such a good communication between coach and athlete. And I, I think you have done a fantastic job on that mm. behalf. Like if there's ever anything that you're not sure of or if you're needing to, uh, you know, no, double check something with me before doing it or need to move a run or you're always the first mm. person to reach out let me know how things are going on. And it just speaks about your, your motivation and your dedication to your main goal, which yeah. is, I think, something that everybody can, uh, can learn from. And not to mention the fact that, you know, training in Joburg is hard. Mm. Uh, the altitude now going into winter, it's going to be yeah. cold, miserable. But, I mean, it's going to prepare you so beautifully for, I mean, this half marathon. I'm so mm. excited to see what you do this weekend. And I'm sure we're going to be able to, to <coughs> let our listeners know. What's wrong, Davey? Are you excited about me, bro? <laughs> we, I'm we, excited to watch We spoke about you at the start already, my boy. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. You're just feeling super neglected, yeah. Okay, I think the next episode we're just gonna have to go back to just me and you. Bro. You can't have this. I'm just kidding. So, Sean, you got your comrades' entry. 
So I couldn't actually enter because the entries were only open for those who entered in 2020, as far as I'm aware. Oh, but the entries open. A difficult one. And I'm, uh, I'm a little bit panicked because apparently there's only 5,000 entries left. Oh, so you're going to be a keyboard warrior on the on, day, hey? Like literally 11.59, I'm going to be there on the dot on the 20th of April, ready to, ready to enter. I think this you thing. should just uh, pop them an email and just ask them to reserve one for you. I mean. I should. Tell them you're disabled. Tell, yeah, no, exactly. But that's the that, thing. That can get you a lot of places. I actually skipped a couple of queues oh, at the airport no, this don't morning. Be, oh. <laughs> oh, the movies. Did you, did you also park in the paraplegic parking? No, I've never okay. done that, but my mates get pissed off with me because I don't do that. You and should. So I should, but then then I'm getting and running out into the bottle store and reaching out and coming out with food and Oaks are like, this, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm sure, Oscar also gets out his car and runs places. <laughs> I mean, used to. Walking fast. Faces fast. <laughs> I'm home now. Tell us, Mr. Sean Clark, your training in Joburg. Mm. Has it has it been all that you would have hoped for in terms of the difficulty of altitude training and training alone? Because I believe you you've only recently joined a running club. Mm. Training alone makes everything ten times harder. It sucks. Yes, it, it sucks. It sucks. I train in the mornings before work, and it's. I mean, Joburg, where I live in the suburb that I live, is very hilly, and you, there's no way around the hills, so you can't do anything about it. You know, it's very. Is it Bryanston? It's Bryanston. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I've run Bryanston. It sucks. It, it sucks. It Kath, really does suck. Kath lives in Bryanston. I recently ran there and I... Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I hated it. I actually saw that story. Yeah. You know, it's, Joburg's it's, a hostile it's place. It's a hostile place. It's fast moving. Do not run on the roads. Don't run on run, the yeah. Well, like, there's no pavements to there run is on no somewhere. You run on basically the dirt on the side, which is... Terrible, especially when you have an ankle that is fused together and doesn't want to move with the gravel. <laughs> but you've got some elite shoes, don't you? I do. I uh, got some uh, carbon fiber plated Sukoni shoes, <laughs> which is great, you know, and it works. It sort of gets me going. It's a hell of a comfortable, comfortable shoe. Comfortable ride. You were telling yeah. us that you have to run in carbon fiber. Yeah, I do. Well, I don't have to. I just, it helps. It does help. It definitely helps. I can feel the, the power that it generates and the energy it sort of saves mm. and it just limits the amount of force that you have to produce to yeah, your sure, big sure, toe sure. joint yeah okay. and and i think what's what's really crucial for me is my bones as i said earlier are most of them are fused and the impact that my foot hits the ground with i can't control that impact because i have no movement and so it slaps that ground hard and you need as much cushion below your foot to sort of mm consume that impact and because after a run if i don't run in those special shoes or the special splint i can barely walk and that's when i put on the the moon boot the moon boot and then it's very soft it's like those carbon shoes it's very nice but going back to the to the to to joburg i mean it's been hell of a challenging not only is it hilly but i run alone which sucks um, early morning and the weather's very unpredictable, mm. especially in summer. You wake up and there's torrential rainfall, um, which is absolutely terrible, but it's lonely. I've got to, got to be honest. It is lonely. And mm. the only thing I think about is just finishing the comrades. And I know that's such a cliche, but it's the only thing that gets me going. Mm. It's cold too. It's starting to get hell of a dark and running alone, no matter who you are in Joburg is, it's not the, it's not the safest. Do you, you know? carry some pepper spray? I don't. I carry nothing. Mm. Just a smile on my face. Is that there at the top of the hills as well? Oh, no, never. <laughs> Try to kill him with kindness if anyone comes up to me. I don't think it would work. But 
<laughs> we'll get you. We'll get so, you some pepper spray. Yeah, but I, I think that I think that's included in Nick's coaching plan. Oh, is, I'm still yeah. waiting for that. It's so, the Joburg edition. Yeah, that's, that's the elite plan. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're I, not on that. Maze. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's gonna walk out of the studio tonight. Not happy. So you're doing the running. What else are you doing? Let's let the listeners know what, what your training sort of includes because there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, running is only 26% of it. Yeah. 27. <laughs> <laughs> so the, obviously there's a bit of running and, um, what we've utilized a lot is the, is the watt bike, which is, you know, it helps a lot in terms of strength work, but also a lot of strength work in the gym apart from the watt bike. I do a lot of that, you know. I didn't actually finish the story, but on the 32nd K on the, on the, in the marathon, I, I didn't tear my ITB, but I damaged it severely and it took two years for that to recover. And, um, for about four months last year, I focused on rehabilitating this ITB because when I had that operation in September last year, I said, fix my ITB, please. And so they went in with ultrasound and they injected it with, I don't know what they call Cortisone. Bursitis. Yeah, cortisone. I don't know. Hell of a painful injection. I do not recommend. And, it did help and strength work for me has been fantastic you can feel it in the runs but it's just a a mix of everything that sort of comes together and and gets you moving in the right direction there's a hell of a work that goes into it but for me it's not only the training it's it's the mindset as well it's so important i do a lot of visualization i literally if i'm doing exercise and uh, my girlfriend shame she's so supportive i think she's absolutely tired of me being tired and running and but I do my exercises in the lounge and while I'm doing the exercises, I've got a full live, sc- live stream of the Comrades Marathon and it's a, <laughs> <On your> peak. <laughs> it's a POV of this guy sort of running with his phone and I sort of literally get up and I join the bus and I'm literally running around and, so, and my girlfriend's like, what the hell is going on here? So you're visualizing yourself running that Comrades and, yeah. and from what it, from what it sounds like, you are, you know, very much on that mental journey because mm. it's not a difficult, I mean, it's a very difficult journey that you're on. For anybody that doesn't have a disability running the comrades, it's tough. So mm. tell us more about that mental aspect. You know, do you often think, I just want to give up or are there days where you're really kicking yourself and how do you, you know, keep going forward and, and keep getting that mental aspect into it? Yeah, there are tons of times where I think this is actually not possible um, when the pain is too high. But I sort of take it back to me having always thinking that the comrades is possible and I need to I, I need to stop being a guy that says I'm going to do the comrades I just need to do it it's the power of manifestation as well though. yeah exactly manifestation and, and the power of positivity is so so important and yes I do visualize I visualize every day while I'm eating my lunch I've got the two oceans there's another sort of video of the two oceans 56k and that just pumps me up I get so g'd up and I'm ready you're you oozing positivity it, hey? that, that doesn't <laughs> Get tiring watching the comrades and no, I'm on just so so keen to join the army when I'm on that road on my way to Durban. You know, I just I just cannot wait. It gives me goosebumps just thinking that I'm on that journey. I'm I'm getting there. It's it's going to happen if I carry on and put my mind to it. But there's this app called Headspace, and yes, yeah, and I do that flat out. I do a pain management course because you've got to this. The mind is so complicated, mm. and your mind has to be on board. It's not only your physical uh, abilities, but your mental abilities has to come to the party as mm. well. You can't just get up and go. Your mind has to be so strong, especially when you've got a limitation because you rely on your mind to get you through 
that limitation when it becomes too much. And that uh, support structure, I mean, tell us about your girlfriend. I mean, is yeah. she a super seconder? Yeah, no, she is Give absolutely her a plug. What's fantastic. her name? Kaylin van Dijk. Okay. Is so, she there on the run, got the bottle? Got yeah, everything. no, she's, she's fantastic. Shame. She's not a morning person. So okay. she, she doesn't get up when I, when I get up. Catherine's nodding sure. her head in the corner there. <laughs> yeah. I did, uh, finally get her to come for a run with me and she really was not happy at the end of it. It was a couple of weeks back and she actually felt really sick afterwards and I felt really sorry for her, but she's been fantastic. I would, I would hate it if I was, you know, getting woken up very early in the morning you know that alarm is is very very irritating mm. and your sleep is disrupted and it's irritating but for you it's exciting for me it's exciting it's i'm ready to get out ready. but i mean i just want to quickly just interlude there like last week we had elite athletes in here talking about how such a different story yeah how you know running isn't actually they don't run for the passion of running mm. it's not for the love of running it's because it's their living they yeah. have to run in order to put Bread on the table, so to speak. Mm. And yes, on exceptions, they also love running, but you're the complete opposite, you know, and I think you, everything that you do exudes that. Mm. So I think it's really just, it's amazing to see how, what running does for different people at different levels Mm. of different stages of life. I think it's just incredible to, to manage that. And over and above the mental element that you, that you're bringing on, is that always something that you've recognized as an important thing to work on? Or is that something that more recently you realized, you know, I have to actually work on myself mentally in order to get through these difficult challenges towards my goal? Mm. No. So I've been an extremely positive person since day one of this accident. And I attribute where I am today to that positivity. I am a happy-go-lucky guy. Nothing really gets me down um, because I know that there are bigger fish to fry in the world. And... I know that things can be tough sometimes and you sort of wake up one morning and you think, oh, jeez, you know, this leg is just too much. It's too much to bear. There's no way I can get through this run. But I always just think about firstly having the opportunity and the ability to even put on a pair of tackies and go for a run. Yes, it's not easy, but I can still do it. And that what pushes me to keep on going because the ability is there. It's Mm. not a 100% fantastic ability I mean I'm never going to run as fast as Davey on the run but at least I have the opportunity to be a part of the sport Uh, and it's it's a fantastic sport when you're out and you're racing Mm. and and you're with that crowd everyone's so motivating and Mm. it's it's just such a great vibe and I just I can't wait for you to actually get to the start line of commerce because I I, I explained this to Leah and 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 Davey like I've only done one comrades right Mm. but that day I cried like a little baby like seven times every time i'd run past someone that i barely knew and they're like go neck and i'm just like i can't i'm just (laughs) and then you're like you can't breathe because you're sobbing you're being like a little bitch you literally can't breathe and now you can't eat because you're crying and it's happening on repeat this is pathetic (laughs) but that's like the emotional side of it Mm. and i mean for me, doing comrades wasn't the deal that it is for you. So I can only imagine yeah. what it's going to be like for you. Lining up, hearing Jesus. chariots of fire. Mm. It's going to be... I cannot wait. We'll all tune there. Okay, so... But that's the fantastic thing about running. You're running with people that all have a story to tell. Mm. You don't know them from a bar of soap, but Mm. 
the person next to you might have gone through the world to get to where yeah. they are then. And they will never know what I went through. Mm. And I will never know what they went through. Everyone's got a story to tell. And, and that, you're all that's running the same life. race. Going exactly. To finish at the got same, same goal. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So, Shona, would you say that you um, never turned down a challenge? Never. Never? <laughs> no, never. Okay. I love a challenge. Because I remember the... F- I think it was the first time that I met you in Steady's. <laughs> remember, remember, so I lived down the hall. Yes, yeah. Uh, and your girlfriend at the time came running to our door, knocked on the door, and I think they were looking for a pair of scissors or uh, something, or they were looking for, <laughs> for help. I know this guy. <laughs> and we came over, and please tell everybody what had happened. What did I walk into there? Is this the helmet story? Let's hear it's the helmet yeah. story. So, I used to ride a little motorbike, a little, <laughs> a, a, a little scooter, and I had this, plastic skateboard helmet as a helmet that would do absolutely nothing if i got into an accident i'd be absolutely finished but they had little holes at the top and i thought oh i'm just gonna stick my finger in that hole and it'll be fine i'll take it out okay it was a finger Mm. (laughs) i told everybody that you put it on your head and i was trying to figure out no made it sound like you had a motorbike helmet in your okay no there's a minor detail that i that i over exaggerated no but but it it, it, it still got stuck so we could not get this off at all so you put your fingers in there put my finger and in why there. did you put it in there i don't know no you, you see t- my- because someone dared you maybe that maybe. was what you told me i think i just dared myself to be completely <laughs> <out of there>. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it back yourself do don't it. you <laughs> but i could not get it out and we spent hours trying to get this finger out and it started to get blue and purple and, and i started to panic and we ended up where in the hospital <laughs> Because I could not get my finger out. Somehow I also ended up at the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) I was there for a moral support. Everyone was there. It was a hell of a story. And there they were, the nurses. You know those machines that they actually use to break open your Mm. cast? They use that to slice the helmet. And you hadn't been drinking, or had you? No, I was completely sober. Yeah, they thought we were all having like a piss up or whatever. And this was, no. Everyone was like, what happened? Why did you, I dared myself for. Yeah, there's me with with my finger stuck in a helmet. So is that a testament to your personality, to your mindset? Yeah. Once you have something set in your mind, you're not going to stop getting it? I'm very, I'm very sort of, yeah, exactly that. When it's in my mind, I'm going to do it. And that's how I did the the Amashova Shova in grade eight. And I did the 106 kilometer cycle by myself. My dad dropped me off in Peter Marisburg, but I had a vision I was going to do it. And that's how I did the eight mile um, swimming race. You know, I love doing these things. I had to do the, I had to climb Table Mountain a two day hike on crutches the whole way through. I love a challenge. I like ticking it off my box. And one of the goals, obviously, is comrades is my biggest dream in life. But I think the next best best thing is going to be the full Ironman, and that's amazing. What I wouldn't mind doing next year yeah. or the year after one of these days. Nick, um, are you ready for that? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to see the the green lining up all over my screen. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. Try, try some training. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Imagine when he's doing multiple disciplines Jesus. a day. He's going to be in his absolute element. Yeah. So but I do enjoy a challenge. We got a we got a we got a Solomon athlete out uh, out, outside. And, uh, Call no, him no, in. No, no. So yeah. Shona, just quickly, a message to anybody listening that that might be lacking. You know motivation or maybe going through something similar or what would what would your takeaway bit of advice be to someone that's really wanting to you know do the comrades but can't get themselves to do the training or, or, or that kind of stuff what, what would you tell them 
Well, obviously you can say, you know, the cliche, never give up. But the one thing that's always motivated me is I've always believed that life, everybody's life is like a book. It's like a movie. And you're going to get bad chapters. You're going to get good chapters. But at the end of the day, you've got to trust yourself that the ending would be fantastic. And that sort of gets me going. I know that at the end of my story, I would have accomplished a bunch of things. And that's the comrades and probably the Iron Man, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm looking forward to reading that ending. I'm looking forward to that finish line. But just never give up. Trust your abilities your mind is so so powerful and i know that firsthand the brain is we haven't even tapped into the power of the brain Mm. the strength of the mind and if you've got that on your side i'm telling you anything would be possible and the fact is if you don't want something and you don't want it enough you're not gonna you're not gonna get up to go and train like Mm. you've got to want it and you you really do have to absolutely want to achieve this otherwise you're not going to get up in the early mornings you're not going to go for a cycle you're not going to be motivated so firstly goals small goals bite-sized goals and work your way to the top awesome thank you for that nicola honestly like this whole story from the moment i met you right up until this moment having you in front of us here on our podcast and i know where this is going i mean i look at the stats and i i have absolutely no shadow of a doubt that you're going to qualify for this comrades that you're going to get an entry i mean there's no doubt I don't think there's a problem with you getting an entry. Yeah. I don't even think it's something that you need to stress about. There's yeah. going to be plenty of entries. I think I think take the entry out of it. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, you are going to qualify. Like, I look at those times. I look at what you've been able to do, how you've improved, how your fitness has gone up. It's 7 minutes, 57 a K on Comrades Day. Cool. If you can achieve that. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that, mm. bro. We can get under 8 minutes a K. That was pretty much what you did for your original Cape Town Marathon. Yeah, with no training. With no training. (laughs) Now, we're going to put you on the course that you've you've watched all these YouTube videos on. You know exactly where you are. You're going to be doing a down run. You're going to be going down Kawi's Hill. You're going to be going past your old home. You're going to have so much adrenaline pumping that that carrot's going to be dangling right in front of you. And, man, it's going to be absolutely beautiful watching you come through. And I reckon you're going to absolutely smashed this goal and And it's that it's just that overall dedication i mean i look at you i've mentioned how you train the the way your mind works is absolutely incredible because a lot of athletes really struggle with that they don't struggle with the physical element Mm. and i think this this physical element of yours has been a challenge for such a long part of your life that it's not even a factor anymore yeah and your mind strength has just managed to get to the point where yeah maybe a li- with a little bit of stupidity along the way yeah. i mean we, we wouldn't we but, wouldn't but have the, that but there's but stupidity is what leads people to doing really great things i mean i, I the most most of the things that i've done also have been stupid in yeah. my in my circumstance mm. no for sure so and it's I think all you need, circumstantial and it makes your book of life interesting i want read a boring book i'm <laughs> never i'm never going to listen to somebody and and take all of their advice it's always yeah. going to be with a pinch of salt mm, because 100%. we're not here to live life the way other people are going to tell us how to live it you mm. know it's our lives and we, and we must take full advantage of that no, no one's ever going to say at the Shut end up, of the coach. road <laughs> <laughs> we're making our own destiny <laughs> i was just going to have something very insightful to okay, say go, but it's go fine no, go i'm gonna i'm gonna just stop the recording here <laughs> go. no one's ever going to say at the end of your chapter that yeah but he played it safe mm. exactly 
No one's ever going to be happy with that. Sean, yeah. Sean's definitely not playing it safe. No. No. All three of us will do the comrades in, the, in August. Yeah. We're and gonna, it's going to be a hell of a good time. I'll come in a, a lot after you guys, but I'll come in nonetheless. We'll, we'll be there at the finish line to welcome you. With if, a little if, evening beer. If we can still stand. Yeah. <laughs> so by that time, I think I'm going to be crawling into the finish line. <laughs> Shauna, your story is truly just amazing. And thank you so much for making the time. I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Thanks, uh, we're going to be lining up there so I think it's going to be incredible I think you're going to have an awesome race as long as you don't get rained out I, um, uh, I think the rain is just part of it we can't we can't do anything about it and I think this this is the first race that you actually are doing in this whole process so mm. I think it's a massive sort of goal post to get to to be able to to do a 21 yeah. and, and finish a 21 without feeling like you're going to need to take the next couple of weeks off of running exactly uh, and that for your mind is just going to be absolutely incredible Huge. So, yeah, we're all rooting for you. We're very excited to see your journey unfold and develop two comrades and then going on to a, a full Ironman. Because, mm. I mean, I do believe that that is definitely within your... I mean, you're doing certainly enough cycle training. Yeah. Yeah. We could probably do Ironman, right? <laughs> we could probably do Ironman this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll wait till next year. Maybe, why not? Why not? Just throw in a couple of swim but sessions. Yeah, I, think, I think it's just a it's a team that gets you there. And, Nick, you've been fantastic. Davey, you've been hell of a motivating with Davey on the run. Like yeah. Genuinely, it's, it's been fun to see. And I've got a hell of a support system back home. My family absolutely loves what I'm doing and they they just can't believe it and they've advised against it and so have my doctors but it's what gets me going and um, Kaylin has just been absolutely fantastic and I just can't wait to tick this off my list. Well, yeah. Brilliant. Follow follow this page. You can give Sean a follow on Instagram. It's uh, at Gammy... What is it? At Gammy, Gammy on the go. At Gammy on the go. Yeah, Gammy on underscore... Oh, so it's Gammy underscore on underscore the underscore go. go. <laughs> he wanted to go with it. At Gammy on the run. Give him a follow guys It's going to be an awesome journey And we certainly will be following it Once again guys This episode wouldn't have been made possible Without the support from On The Move By 4 Bros On Running believe that their cloud tech soul Is the key to unlocking your running potential The multi-directional cushioning system Active during landing Reacts to your unique movements And is designed to be the perfect balance between cushion landings and explosive takeoffs, providing a unique running experience. Having run in a range of these shoes, I can testify to this feeling. But don't just listen to me, try it for yourself. I really encourage you to pop into one of their stores and chat to their friendly and knowledgeable staff, where you can expect to find your favorite on-running shoes and apparel. Alternatively, make sure to check them out online at onthemovestore.com. We're excited to be associated with such a forward-thinking and inventive brand and look forward to bringing you more insightful conversations in episodes to come. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Making a Runner. If you enjoy this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, and don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Making a Runner to follow the journey of our guests and our podcast and catch up on the latest news. Bye for now. Cheers, guys. Cheers.